0: What again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Here we go, oh, Welcome back to whatever. The show where I talk about whatever. This is a tasting figure. What is going on, my guys, Downs and non-binary pals? Welcome back to Whatever, the show where we talk about whatever. My name is Tamron, and get your gems and your dragon eggs ready, because today's episode, we are going to dive in to one of my other favorite PlayStation games of all time, Sparrow the Dragon. Now, I wanted to do this episode talking about Spyro the Dragon, because I was listening back to my Crash Banditube episode, and I was like, wow, this episode's kind of a big load of Donkey dawn. So, So, I wanted to... I've made it a point to try to do my Spyro episode a little better than this one. So, yeah, without further ado, let's talk about Spiral the Dragon. Alright, now I'm sure a lot of you PlayStation fans might remember Spiral the Dragon... But, if you don't know who Spyro the Dragon is, I will tell you with the help of Wikipedia. Spyro the Dragon is a platform game developed by Insomniac Games and published by Sony Computer Entertainment for the PlayStation on September 9th, 1998. The first game in the Spyro series, it stars the title character, a young purple dragon named Spyro, and his dragonfly friend Sparks, who must journey across the dragon kingdom to defeat Nasty Gnorc who has overtaken the five dragon homeworlds by trapping the other dragons in crystal and turning oh. their horde of gems into an army of minions. Spiral the Dragon is an open-ended 3D platformer featuring large, sprawling levels in which the player must locate collectible items, among which are gemstones, crystallized dragons, and stolen dragonites. Spyro's Spiral's abilities as a dragon include fire breath, a head-on charging attack, and a mid-air glide which he can use to scale large distances, all of which must be used strategically... St- strategically to find items and defeat enemies. So yeah, that's the basic gist of Spyro. You know, you're a small little dragon, you gotta go save the other dragons, and you gotta feed uh, nasty, nasty Nork. And uh, the thing about the first dragon, the, the first Spyro the Dragon, uh, the voice of Spyro was Carlos Alas who you may recognize as the voice of Rocco in Rocco's Bar and Life. Uh, I forget who else who else he's done, but oh Clancy Brown was in this too. who was Clancy Brown B-b-b-b-b-b-b- Who was Clancy Brown in Spyro the Dragon? Oh, it just says various roles, so can't really pinpoint who Clancy Brown was, but you know Clancy Brown Mr. Krabs. Uh, let's see what else here uh now. Another fun fact about the first Spyro game is that one of the music composers was Stuart Copeland, who was a member of the band The Police, and the music, I, th- I think I used one of the songs for the intro for their, uh, this episode, but the music in Spyro the Dragon is phenomenal. Like, I i have that added to my music playlist, <laughs> and I, I listen to that on the regular because it's just, you know, the music for Spiral, you know, including the theme song and each level, they're just, it's really good music. Like, it's really good to jam to. Um, but, and with, so, I'm not going to go over every single Spiral game because I haven't played every single Spiral game, but I'm going to go over the ones I have played and tell you my thoughts on them. So, obviously, we had the first Spyro the Dragon, which was iconic, and that's the one I remember playing the most, along with... All my other PS1 games, you know, like Crash Bandit 2 and everything. But, now, here's the thing with spiral the Dragon. Uh, kind of like with Crash Bandit 2, I only had the second and third game in this Crash Bandit 2 series. With Spiral the Dragon, I only owned one and three. I never had the second one. Now, because with the second one, like I said, in the first one, uh, the main bad guy you fight is Nasty Nork. In Spyro 2, the main bad guy you fight is, uh, Ripto. And, oh, I should say with Spyro 2, like, I never played it as a kid. I didn't get to play Spyro 2 until it got re-released for the Reunited Trilogy. Uh, yeah, but Spyro 2, now, the thing with Spyro 2 ends up, you know, after the events of Spyro 1, Spyro was like, God, I need a vacation, so he tries to go through this portal to, like, a vacation spot, but meanwhile, in the distant land of, uh, I think it's Avalon or Avalor? Uh, there's a don't. I'm a fawn, you dork! ...named, uh, god, what's her name? I should go to the Wikipedia to read this off so I don't, you know, I don't sound like an idiot. Alright, so, here's the plot of Sparrow the Dragon 2, Ripto's Rage, according to Wikipedia. Sparrow the Dragon and his dragonfly partner, Sparts, have enough with a continuous reigning in artisans and- Wondering when the sun will come out, they decide to take a vacation to Dragon Shores. Upon going through the portal, however, Spyro ends up in the fantasy realm of Avalar, having been summoned there by Elora the Fawn, Hunter the Cheetah, and the Professor. They explain that while experimenting with a large portal device, they inadvertently summoned an iron-fisted angry warlock known as Ripto, along with his minions Crush and Gulp. Pleased to find himself in a world without dragons whom he views as pests, Ripto decided to conquer Avalar, prompting Allura and the others to summon a dragon to fight against him. Currently stranded in Avalar as a result of Ripto destroying the portal he came in through, Sparrow agrees to help fight against him, gathering up talismans from the various realms of Avalar in order to confront and defeat Crush and Gulp. Ripto then manages to steal a power crystal, which was used to power the large portal device, which he uses to create a new scepter for himself, which Gulp had eaten the original scepter in the intro by mistake. But Sparrow manages to defeat him as well. With peace returned to Avalar, Alora and the others fix the portal device, allowing Sparrow to take his lawn and night lawn oh, God, excuse me. Allowing Sparrow to take his lawn awaited vacation to Dragon Shorts. Uh, the game's epilogue, which is unlocked by completing the steel points list in the guidebook, reveals what happened to various friends and enemies that Sparrow encountered in Avalar, such as Sparrow and Alora missing their chance to kiss, Crush being taught by the professor how to spell, and a list of dummied enemies that didn't make it into the game. In the end, Spyro returns to the Dragon Realm with Hunter joining him, setting the stage for the next game. Now, like I said, growing up, I never had, I never had the original Spyro 2, but I did play Spyro 2 when it came when it got re-released with the uh, Reunited Trilogy, which Reunited Trilogy basically it's like the Like the Insane Trilogy with Crash Bandicoot. Basically a remastering of the first three original games. And I'm definitely glad I got a chance to play Spyro 2. Because I thoroughly enjoyed it. I see why it's a lot of people's favorite. Um, Again, you know, Stuart Copeland doing the music. You know, the mad bastard genius that he is. Uh, The other thing about Spyro 2. Now what's uh, different about this one. God, I lost my train of thought here. Oh. I remember what I was going to say. So, a weird fun fact about this game is that in America, it was released as ripto's Rage, but in the UK, the game was released as Gateway to Glimmer, which I never really understood why, did that, why there was a name change there. I mean, obviously, you know, I would have been fine with Gateway to Glimmer, but apparently Americans didn't like Gateway to Glimmer, right? Actually, can we look through the Wikipedia? Do we see why, what the reason was? G-g-g-g-g-g-g-g development, development. Uh, let's see. The sequel to Spiral of the Dragon was tentatively titled Spiral of the Dragon 2. Literally, there's no explanation for why in Europe they call it. Or in Europe and Australia, they call it Gateway to Gloomer. but I mean, I would have fi- been fine with Gateway to Gloomer either way. I mean, Ripto's Rage just kind of sounds campy, a little bit, but yeah, there's that one. Uh, let's move on to the next game in the Spiral list. Now, this is the one. This is one of the games I played the most when I was a kid. Uh, spiral the Drag- Spiral Year of the Dragon, which was the third game, and this one came out. Oh. I should mention Spyro 2 came out in 1999, and Spyro Year of the Dragon came out in 2000. And uh, this was actually, it was called the Year of the Dragon, because uh, the year that came out in 2000, it was uh, the Year of the Dragon on the Chinese Zodiac. Uh, So, basically this picks up right after the end of Ripto's Rage. Uh, Let's see, the game opens with a celebration in the land of the dragons, where Sparrow and his kin are celebrating the Year of the Dragon, an event that occurs every 12 years when new dragon eggs are brought to the realm. During the celebration, however, Bianca invades the dragon realms with an army of rhino-based creatures called Rhinox and steals all the dragon eggs, bringing them back to the sorceress, who spreads the eggs throughout several worlds. The worlds are split up into four home realms, Sunrise Spring, Midday Garden, even Evening Lake, and Midnight Mountain. Spyro, Sparks, and Hunter are sent down a hole to find the thieves and recover the dragon eggs. While pursuing the thief, Sparrow discovers a world once inhabited by the dragons, but long abandoned and forgotten. The world is under the iron-fisted reign of the sorceress and her Rhinoc army. Sparrow meets with Sheila the Kangaroo, Sergeant Bird the Penguin, Bentley the Yeti, and Agent 9 the Monkey, who help him on his quest. Sheila, in particular, tells... How when the dragons left the realm, the world's magic began to dry up. Sparrow travels through each world in the Forgotten Realm, acquiring aid from the local inhabitants and rescuing the Dragonites. It is revealed that the sorceress not only actually banished the dragons originally, without realizing they were the source of her kingdom's magic, but is seeking not the baby dragons themselves, but merely their wings to concoct a spell that can grant her immortality. Once Bianca learns about this, she turns against the sorceress and decides to help Spyro defeat her. Sparrow fights and defeats the sorceress, but she survives the battle and waits for him, even though the game is considered beat at this point, as evidenced with the subsequent rolling credits. After he defeats her again and retrieves the last dragon egg, Spyro returns all the baby dragons to the Dragon Realms along the journey... To help Spyro recover the eggs, Hunter forms a crush on Bianca, and after Spyro's first battle with the Sorcerers, they both start a love relationship with Spyro and Sparks looking on in dismay. Uh, yeah, this one is definitely one of my favorites. And um, out of the, all the characters they listed, uh, Sheila, Kangaroo, Sergeant Bird, Bentley, and Agent 9, out of all those, I think my two favorites out of the other characters. Yeah, because with this game... I should mention, too, before I get way too ahead of myself, in this game, you not only played as Spyro, but you also got to play as, you know, other characters, too. Uh, sometimes you got to play as Hunter, you know, your friend from the second game, but you also got to play certain levels as Sheila, Sergeant Bird, Bentley, and Agent 9. Out of all those, I definitely like Sergeant Bird and Agent 9 more, because uh, Sheila's whole thing was that she could jump really high. Uh, Sergeant Bird who was his penguin, he was, was his, like, military penguin. Uh, he could fly, and he had rockets he could shoot. Uh, Bentley the Yeti, he was really slow, but he had a club, and he was basically really strong. And Agent 9, basically his levels played, like, a third-person shooter. Like, he had a laser that he could shoot. And <laughs> one of the things, actually, because there were, um... Besides their, like, intro levels, I guess, because... There's certain levels I call intro levels for those characters that, you know, as soon as you free them, they're like, hey, you can play this level now. But then there's other levels that unlock in the other worlds that you can use those other characters for, too. And one of... There's one in uh, Midnight Mountain. There's a level inside Midnight Mountain, which is kind of, like, all Chinese-themed. And there's a part where you can play as Agent 9, but it it turns into, like, a first-person shooter, almost which is you know, have to fight like, these Rhinox that are dressed up as ninjas, and it plays off, plays out like a first-person shooter. Oh, say, you ever see a bear dance? <laughs> uh, no? Hell, <laughs> it's your lucky day! Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, Spiral 3 is one I remember playing the most. And between Spyro 2 and 3, they introduced additional power-ups for Spyro. Like, you you could not swim at all in the first Spyro game. And in Spyro 2, you learned the ability to swim, which is ridiculous. I mean, it's just a game's way of saying, like, hey, you know this thing that you couldn't do for some reason in the first game? Well, now you can do it. Um, yeah, so, since Spyro 2, you just swim underwater, and, uh, I'm not sure if it's 2 or 3, but I remember one of them introduced the, uh, like, supercharge, but, yeah, Spyro 3 was really fun. And now, we move on to a segment called, Things That I Don't Like About the Spyro Series. Alright, as great as the Spyro series is, there's a lot of things I don't like and a lot of things I have, you know, I'm very nitpicky about. I have a bone to pick with. First off, moneybags. Fuck this guy. He takes all kinds of gems for you, barely does anything for you, and, I mean, did Jeff Bezos over here, am I right? Luckily, you get your revenge on him in Spyro 3, after you did all the Dragon eggs, and he's like, well uh, what's, uh, what's going on here? And he's like, Spyro, well, you look at me? And you get the charges ass to take all your hard-earned gems back that he collected from you throughout Spyro 2 and 3. The other thing I don't like, in Spiral 3, there is a little level you can do where you play as Sheila the Kangaroo, and there's these fireflies that want to open a cage for you so you can get Dragon eggs, but they decide to use bombs to open this cage instead of, you know, a key. And you, as Sheila, have to kick boulders and stomp mushrooms out of their path because these boring motherfuckers can't seem to move two feet to the left or right. And every time they hit a rock or a mushroom, they blow themselves up and you hear the same goddamn line over and over again. Ow! I went boom again. Yeah, I know you went boom again. This is the 50th goddamn time you went boom. You can't move two feet to the left or right. God damn it! Open your goddamn eyes! Not to mention this goddamn line repeated throughout the entirety of the first game. Thank you for releasing me. 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 Thank you for thank you for releasing me. Thank you for releasing me. Thank you for releasing me. Thank you for releasing. Thank you for releasing me. Thank you for releasing me. And those are all from different characters. And that's a few things I don't like about the Sparrow series. Uh sorry I'm not going to like super in depth with these. There are a lot of things to get through and I'm trying not to, you know, bore you with all the finer details of everything. Um But I'm gonna list off these other games that are in this series because some of these I have not played. So but I will say though. The first three Spyro games like Spyro the Dragon, Spyro Two Ripto's Rage, and Spyro You of the Dragon were iconic and they gained a lot of popularity real quick. Uh, they also fell under the uh American versus Japanese box art debacle. Now, the thing about Japanese box art is I guess they have a thing against cartoon characters on box art looking angry and everything. Like here in America, Sparrow, you know, has this like scowl and everything, like he looks mischievous. But over in Japan for their box star, he looks all happy and everything. And I never doubt why that is. Maybe Japan just doesn't want their two characters being angry all the time. I don't know. And then we got what started the downfall of Spyro. Spyro Enter the Dragonfly. Which came out in 2002. And it was released on PlayStation 2 and GameCube. Now, my sister used to babysit uh, this little little, little girl named Twin. And she played a lot of she played some video games too, and it was actually because of this little girl that I was introduced to Kingdom Hearts. But she also had Spiral Enter the Dragonfly. Fly, and it was just terrible. Like my God, like the gameplay was still pretty okay for as far as Spiral standards, but the story, like from the story, they brought back Ripto from Spiral Two, and I never I. He just... He didn't need to be there. Like, he literally... There was no reason for him to be the villain again. But other than that, just the, the animation and everything, just the cutscenes were just terrible. The gameplay was terrible. It was buddy. Like, it was so buddy that there was a way you could... Uh, I mean, you could do this in Spyro 3 too, but it took uh, additional steps. But with uh, Enter the Dragonfly, there was in the hub world in the main world you know where you access the levels there was a glitch you could do where you could you know head bash the edge of the water and then be able to swim through the air and then you go over to a certain spot where like the final boss area would open up you know way later in the game and you just go right through the ground and you're in the final boss level so you could literally beat the game because of a glitch in 10 minutes and it's just I mean, not that I'm not alright with, you know, beating a game easily, you know, exposing glitches, but it's just, it that'd be fine if it was a good game, but it's just, it's not a good game. Uh, last one, at least in the Spyro uh, timeline, is the Reunited T Trilogy, which I've stated before, is a remastering of the first three Spyro games, and I actually got the game for Christmas, and... I will say, like I said with the Crash 2 episode, these remastered, this remastered version, is the definite way you should play these uh, the Spyro games. Like, if you had a choice between, pay, you know, playing the classic ones and uh, playing the Reunited Trilogy, I would definitely say go for the Reunited Trilogy because it's a thousand times better. Now, before I move on to some other Spyro games. One thing I do want to mention, because I really want to add the sound into this episode. Uh, the one thing that definitely sticks in my head from the games is that goddamn 8 thief laugh. It, it haunts my dreams to this day. <laughs> but, now, moving on. Now, now I call these specifically Spyro games because... There was a series, like another series that another developer tried to make called The Legend of Spyro Games. And these are are different. These were uh, done by uh, Sierra Entertainment. They were published by Activision under Sierra Entertainment. And these were basically different takes, like different darker takes on the Spyro series. And these came out... There were a bunch of games. Actually, how many games were there? are there like, There's three here. Three main ones. And they're released on Game Boy Advance, GameCube, Nintendo DS, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, Wii, Xbox, and Xbox 360. So, let's start with the beginning, shall we? Let's start with Legend of Spiral, A New Beginning. Now, Give me a second here. Get to the plot. Oh God, there's a lot of plot. Um, I'm not gonna go over the plot because I didn't really play this one, but I do 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 do, do. do, do, do. I wanna go over uh, the cast because they actually got some big names for this one. Uh, let's see. so in this one, instead of oh. I should mention with voice actors, too, for the, for Spyro 2 and 3, like, as I mentioned Spyro 1, they had Carlos that was Rocky for Spyro, but Spyro Ripto's Rage and Year of the Dragon, they got Tom Kenny to voice Spyro. And then when they did the Reunited Trilogy, they brought Tom Kenny back to to not only reprise his voices for 2 and 3, but they also had him revoice Spyro, you know, in Spyro 1 basically replacing Carlos Alos Rocky's work for a Spyro one. Uh, but the Legend of Spyro games, they got... Especially, I mean, in New Beginning at least, there was Elijah Wood as Spyro, uh, David Spade <laughs> as Sparks, Gary Oldman as Ignitus, Corey Burton as Voltier, Jeff Bennett as Cyril, Kevin Michael Richardson as Terridor, and Tree Summer as Cinder. Um... Let me go back to the plot quick. It's... Man, they basically redid the story for this one. So, I'll just read the... I mean, there's a lot here, but... I'm going to take a deep breath before I... Before I read this, because there's a lot here. Me, 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 me. All Alright. The game begins inside a temple where a large red dragon named Ignitus is watching over an egg. It is the year of the dragon, not to be confused with the third spark game. A time every twelve years when new dragon eggs are brought to the realm, a dragon's prophecy tells that every ten generations a rare a rare purple dragon will be born, who will direct the fate of that era. Ignitus is looking after such an egg. The dragon's, are, however at war with an enemy known as the Dark Master, who also was as prophecy and lay siege to the temple, intent on destroying the brood of eggs. Edidus escapes with the purple dragon's egg, leaving it to jump downriver into a swamp, hoping for the best. The egg is discovered by a family of dragonflies, and upon hatching, they name the dragon Spyro, and adopt him as the family raise him as one of their own, alongside the Sparks, a dragonfly born that same day. So basically, in this game, Sparrow has to work with... Ignitus and uh, a new character, Cinder, to save uh, these dragon guardians and also defeat the Dark Master. And like I said, and this is weird because he, um, in this one, Spiral has to learn to fly and also he gets additional powers. Like not only can he breathe fire, but you can also uh, do lightning and all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, But, now, the one I did play, actually, is Eternal Night. Now, I'm going to list the voice actors for this. Actually, did I play Eternal Night? I think I did have Eternal Night. Because, in this one, a lot of the same voice actors came back. You know, Elijah Wood as Spiral, Who, I should mention, if you don't know, Elijah Wood, you know, Frodo from Lord of the Rings... (laughs) And, no, the thing when I played this for the first time, because Eternal Night was the only one I had out of these three, and as soon as I started the game, I heard Spyro talking, and I was like... Well, my first thought was... That's not the original Spyro voice. And then my second thought was like... Wait a second, that's Frodo! (laughs) But, um, I mentioned in the last one, David Spade played Sparks, which was a weird choice, but whatever. Uh, in this one, the voice of Sparks was Billy West. Now, if that name doesn't sound familiar, uh, he was the voice of Fry in, on uh, Futurama. Um, I forget what else he did too, but I mainly know him for being Fry on Futurama. And Eternal Night was a lot of the same thing. You know, you fought this big, dark, evil you know, thing, <laughs> and you basically had to save the world. Um, who was the next, the next one? The next one was Legend of Spiral Dawn of the Dragon. Now, from what I heard, this one was definitely the best out of the three, because not only was there a slightly different, you know, more tolerable art style, but in this one, you could actually free fly. Like in a lot of the Spiral games up to this point, you could only like glide a certain distance. You couldn't freely fly unless you had a power up. Which only lasted, you know, X amount of time. But in Dawn of the Dragon, from, at least from the gameplay I've seen, there are parts where you can actually like freely fly around the world. And that's... I mean, it took that long to get to that point, and it wasn't even that popular of a game. But, no, from basically what I heard out of all those... Now, a lot of people didn't like it, but out of all those three, Dawn of the Dragon... Was definitely the best out of those. Uh I can't speak today, apparently. For voice actors, obviously we have Elijah Wood returning as Spiral. Uh, this time as Cinder, we got Christina Ricci. Who was... She was in uh, Casper. But earlier than that, she was Wednesday Adams in the live-action Adams Family movies. So, she's, you know, she's amazing. Oh, uh, what else we got here? Oh, and this one? So, Sparks actually changed voice actors again, which, I mean, can I just take a second to talk about the fact that they actually made Sparks talk in these games? Like, <laughs> in the original Sparrow games, Sparks didn't talk at all. I mean, he talked, but it was all, <laughs> it was all that. Like, that's how Sparts talked. But in The Legend of Spyro games, they actually gave him a voice. You know, so they had David Spade, they had Billy West, and <laughs> in this one, the voice of Sparks was Wayne Brady. <laughs> now, like I said, I haven't played this one either. I don't have any desire to, but I have seen gameplay of it, and I've seen, like, cutscenes and stuff. And it's just, it's weird seeing... Wayne Brady's voice come out of this tiny little dragonfly. Uh, of course, if you don't know who Wayne Brady is, I mean, get the fuck out right now. <laughs> but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Wayne Brady, a lot of people know him for uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway. Trying to think, who else? He was on, he was on an episode, I mean, he was on Mass Sinner for a while. He was one of the contestants. I forget uh, what his character was on that episode. But, and he, um, he vo- he hosts another show, I forget, he hosts a game show, but I forget what it's called. Um, another notable, besides Gary Oldman, another notable name in this, uh, in this ca- voice actor, this voice cast, uh, Malifor, the Dark Master, who just, you know, the main villain, voiced by Mark fucking Hamill, and I've... Just with that alone, it makes a... Like, I'm ashamed that I never played this game before. Because I would have loved, you know, to battle a huge villain voiced by Mark goddamn Hamill. That's just... But yeah, those, uh, the Legend of spider games, they weren't as popular. I mean, IMDB gave it a 7.3 out of 10. But, you know, it's, it's a pretty redeemed game nonetheless. A lot of people say, uh... There's this review saying, uh, if you're a fan of God of War, you might have a good time with this. This game is a great story and is the following game in its trilogy, well it is the most different from the first two games. I think that's why a lot of people like it, because it's different than the other Legend of Spyro games. It went for a different aesthetic and oh, excuse me. It went through a different aesthetic and it was just it was just better overall. Like it tweaked the gameplay a little bit and it was just better. <laughs> Uh, I want to cover this thing on uh, the Google page real quick, because, you know, obviously I had the Google Spyro to pull up the games and everything, but uh, in this Google search, there's the people also ask section, and one of the ones is what is so special about Spyro, so let's see what it says. He is known for his ability to defeat enemies by breathing fire and charging at them, and his ability to glide to otherwise unreachable areas in the game world. Spyro is often accompanied by his best friend, Sparks, who is a dragonfly. I guess that's what makes him special. Is Spyro free on PS4? No, you can get a free theme. uh, But I guess there isn't a, I mean, not a whole lot I could say about Spyro the Dragon, other than... It's a great game series. Uh, If you're interested in playing the Legend of Spyro games, definitely pick up Dawn of the Dragon. But obviously do a little research into the other ones. Like, you don't have to play the other two. Just, you know, look up the plot and be like, oh, okay, that's what's happening. So you're not confused. But if you want to play, like, the original series, like the ones that are just specifically Spyro the Dragon, definitely pick up Reunited Trilogy. I think they actually have bundles now. There's a bundle on the PlayStation Store, at least, that has uh, Sp- Reunited Spiral Reunited Trilogy and Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy just together, so you can get both Spiral the Dragon and Crash Bandicoot together. Uh, other than that, he has made appearances in other games too. Like I know with the remake of Crash Team Racing, he appeared as a playable character in that, along with you know his own track. But I guess there's nothing really more I have to say on Spiral of the Dragon other than it's a great game series and you guys should really check it out. I highly recommend Spiral of the Dragon. Definitely get Reonata Trilogy. I think it's actually on sale right now. But it's it's everywhere too. Like, Let me look specifically at Reonata Trilogy. Um, right now it's on, I mean, you can get it for Windows, Yeah, basically on PC, uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch, so you can take it wherever you want. But yeah, that's it. That's all I got to say on Spiral of the Dragon. Definitely a great game. Go check it out. Uh, With that, that's going to be the end of this episode. Uh, Let me know what you guys think of Spiral of the Dragon. What was your favorite game out of the series or just in general? Let me know on my social medias. The link tree will be in the description with. All my stuff right there. Go and take go and around your stuff, you see? <laughs> also in the description, as always, there's, you know, send me a voice message. Uh, support this podcast if you like what I do, you know. Throw a little support my way. It helps me be able to do this better for you. With that being said, I'm going to end this episode here. I don't know how long this episode was at this point, but <laughs> it might have been a shorter episode than my Crash Bandicoot one, which was really awkward. But, you know, I hope you guys enjoyed I hope you guys, you know, stay hydrated, get vaccinated, and as always, I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye bye bye, bye bye.